Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, it's the Von Hessler Doctrine. Hour one, in fact, of the Von Hessler Doctrine. Uh, no Eric today. He's a little under the weather still, but he uh, should be back very, very soon. Instead, you have me, Tim Andrews, filling in in the uh, big boy chair. Also in the uh, big girl chair. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, coming at you live from Crawford, Maryland, Autumn Fisher. Joan Crawford, Maryland. Joan Crawford, Maryland. Behind the glass, we have Mr. George Clark. And as always, the most capable producer in the building, Jared Yamamoto. <laughs> I like this. I like how the name changes every time there, Tim. How are your Tuesday vibes there going, buddy? Man, I got the best Tuesday vibes. I haven't had vibes like this in a very since last Tuesday. <laughs> last it's, Tuesday, it's, I had great vibes. It's a Tuesday feeling. That's what it is, brother. Yeah, man. It's yeah, almost yeah. Wednesday, yeah. which means we're yeah, all... Hump day. Yeah, it's almost hump day. It's, it's hump day evening. It's hump evening. Hey, all you commuters out there in the traffic <laughs> waiting for weather, we've got that coming up in a few. It is 4.07. That's seven minutes past four o'clock. We're getting started with Von Hessel. Dr. Eric's not here today. Yeah, that's Stella the stuffy weather lady. <laughs> 77 degrees somewhere in the world today. Coming up next, we're doing doing the Wheel of Babes. We are? <laughs> there aren't any babes in here, That's except true. for you. And... <laughs> well, George Clark's a young guy. He, he could he'd go up there. Yeah, but I wouldn't call him a babe. He's a little more handsome. You're a babe. You, you know, George... You going after my facial hair again? No, no this man. is this is two days straight that you're going that's after baby. my lack of yeah. facial hair. How dare you? Mm, Gil oh, that's has baby, a, not babe. Yeah, my son has a bigger mustache than you do. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I I envy him for being able to grow facial hair in all the places. It's been a trouble throughout my entire <laughs> life. Beard, beard, beard. <laughs> So how are you today, Jared? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I was uh, getting, I was thinking about after the show, trying to run over to my local election precinct because a lot of people forgot that today is election day what? for What's, for many for Georgians. What? Yeah, for what? Well, it just depends on what county you're in. Like I know, like in particular, a lot of people are really excited about the Brookhaven mayoral race in particular. Oh, There's I know several of... people excited about <laughs> there are a lot of people that are super excited about it. But in particular, I know like way up in uh, Paulding County, you know, you've got, you know, they've got the Hiram mayor's race up there and then Jasper City Council post five. Point of order. Wouldn't that be over there since it's west? Well, I guess over. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> you're yeah. Above us would yes. be uh, up in up in Pickens County, the Jasper City Council <laughs> post five. Yeah, you got John John Pickens B. County. John Faust and Shirley Mitchell. There's Shirley. Uh, Shirley, right there. I don't like Shirley. She doesn't have a proper vision for uh, Pickens County or Jasper herself. <laughs> That's why I'm running for whatever position you said I was running for. Uh, you're running for Jasper City Council post number five. Yeah, number five. That's a tough one. That's the one where you have now my my distinguished opponent here, she she don't got no experience running for stuff. I got experience. This Barry, is Barry, Barry, I had more experience before you were knee high to aggress at me. Well, let's see, I mean, uh, I'm a fan of Throw Mama from the Train, and you sort of sound like her without... Uh, I don't She doesn't sound like that. She doesn't sound like me. But I think I'm the best candidate there is for... What, what was that thing again I'm running for? Jasper You're running City. for mayor, stupid. No, she is a city something. Jasper City Council Post 5, guys. You know what? When you City up, Council Post 5. 
Yeah, number five. And I think I'd be good for number five. I, I think, think I'd, I'd, sh- I'm the number one for number five. You know what? Your opponent, I think uh, Shirley is on some Adderall or something over there. She, she's on some Adderall. This is just how I am all the time. In my day, we had to work for a living, and so we would. I you think the energy. she's the thing of the past. She thinks she, she, she's living in the past. So that's why you got to vote for John Faust for district number six, five, two select person. I'm a lady of the future. I bring hope to bacon and I fry it up in the pan. Well, it's a toss up. Flip a coin maybe when you go in. Yeah, so there's a lot. What's of... the big difference between the two? Do you know? Well, the big. Oh, between. One's uh, a man and one's a woman. Yes. Up, up there in particular, yes. For city council position five. That's right. <laughs> Jasper, yes. And Jasper. But, you know, there are other notable elections like Villa Rica. I'm, I'm, I'm running for district selectsman number five and a half, the one that's like the, the runner up. Oh, or you, the, have uh... to, you have to close your eyes and run into a wall to get that position. Yeah. Oh. Jared, what was <laughs> all the way over in Villa Rica? Uh, you have uh, Gil McDougal against Leslie McPherson. I would vote for Gil because I like the first name. See, exactly. So I bet. Now you're you know speaking what? my language. Beca- That's how I vote. Because yeah. you listen to WSB today, you learned that, hey, there's an election going on today. Gil and McDougal make- and McDonough? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah. These you know, are important. Go out and vote if you Make need sure to. you check, check the Secretary of State's office to see on your ballot whether or not you have an election. Give Brad a What's call that? and ask him if he can find you those 12 votes you need to put you over the edge <laughs> out there in Pickens County. <laughs> Oh man, bring the Raffensburger stuff in here. So I think that that's uh, that, that that's exciting. People probably sure didn't know there there was an election, but you know what? Now you know. So I was who are you going to vote for? You said you're going to go home today and maybe vote. There's no election. In, who's is there a runoff? Is there something going on? I here? would have to look and see. So exactly you don't even know. You're a liar. You're a liar. Hold on a second. How we, dare you start this show with lies? You're a liar. <laughs> there are a couple of things. Like I'm, I can't vote for East Point, but there are a couple of Fulton County uh, 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 votes that you can put in on this. On, on this, you can just ballot. write in whatever you want. I guess so. You know what? I'll have to. I'll go. Why don't you look into it and we'll figure it out later? Well, I will look into it throughout the show and I will tell you exactly. Exactly what's on my ballot and how I'm well, voting. Hey, listen, one thing we all know for sure is that Atlanta is fourth in a big list of fun cities. Yes, this is a Wallet Hub survey that came out, and you know that the Von Hessler Doctrine is your home for Wallet Hub surveys. Well, Wallet Hub is where all the wallets are kept. That's right. So it they is, know a lot about hub. wallets. It is a hub full of wallets, and we uh, got topped out by, unfortunately, Las Vegas, Orlando, and Miami in that order. So your top three were Vegas, Orlando, Miami, uh-huh. and then we came in third. But apparently, we're a little fourth. Bit, uh, fourth, excuse me. And we, uh, you know, we apparently people like our green spaces. People like that. We have a lot of breweries. And our overall cost, though expensive, not as expensive as some of the other ones that are in the top. There. So we need a beach and casinos, and then we'll be number one. I think so. Unstoppably number one. Because when you look at Vegas, they had number one for entertainment and recreation. And, and prostitutes. Then, and then, yes, and prostitutes. And number one for nightlife and parties rank. And prostitutes. Yes, and prostitutes. So and, look, and, we have pro- Atlanta Mar- has prostitutes. Yeah, but Jared you can, used to live right next to them all. You can drive an hour away from Las Vegas, and and it's all legit. Plus, marijuana is legal in Las Vegas. Yeah, and, and Vegas has an image that they're trying to live up to. I, I I'm okay with Atlanta being fourth on this list here. I think that that's a don't a you think weed or legal prostitution? Would, I'm really pushing this. I want to see absolutely. You I think we push totally, us over the edge. We're better than Miami. Look, Miami. Ma- there's, no. Miami. There's a lot of hype. Listen, they I have the it, Dolphins. My, <laughs> We've got the Falcons, first uh-huh. place Falcons. Yeah. Uh, the 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 thing that people forget about Miami is that like the club life and everything, it, it's fun and it's enjoyable, but it's nice to leave after a while. It's a good place to go visit and hang out for a little bit. But in terms of actually living in the city, most of my friends that grew up or lived in Miami, 
live elsewhere because it's super expensive and it's again it's nice to go visit their family that's i mean would you rather get mugged when it's warm or when it's freezing cold in the middle of december i think i'm gonna go with miami 404-872-0750 where did harrisburg pa show up on that list i think probably in the top 10 uh, let me see we got a river <laughs> i am not seeing them on the list though last on the list is uh at 181 guys south burlington vermont um their entertainment and recreation rank was... Well, see, I dispute that because <laughs> I've been to South Burlington, Vermont several times. I wear my L.L. Bean when I go there, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I can get a lot of maple syrup. Well, Bernie Sanders, your, your entertainment and nightlife rank, uh, 179. you got to really get some clubs Well, we don't have there. pot or, or, or prostitutes, so that's why I go to Vegas twice a year. They're, they're also saying that you're more expensive as a city than Las Vegas is. I mean, is that because of your policies? Because we don't want poor people moving here. Wow, Bernie, my goodness. You see, this is... Uh, well, I mean, that's uh, the reality. They don't want poor people living in Vermont. <laughs> I hear, though, like in the in the fall going out there, it's just like really, really pretty to actually drive through like New England and well, see yeah, because it's Yeah, and you know East. what you don't see? What? Homeless. Yes. See, I wish that... Uh, we ship them off to New Hampshire. That's right. <laughs> I really hope that... Uh, or Rhode Island, a state nobody cares about. I would love to be able to uh, to, to go out there and just, just do that drive at some point. Although, if they saw the income that I made, I'm sure they would be like, oh, this guy's basically homeless. Yeah, they would treat you like John Rambo. What are you doing in our town? Get out of here. Right. Like, what's going on over here? You know, uh, somebody that is going to make sure that you, no matter what income bracket you're in, gets home safely. So wouldn't you like to get somebody a Christmas gift that you don't have to wrap, that you don't have to wait to arrive from Amazon? Well, I have a solution for you. You can go to the Cameo app or Cameo.com and look for me at Tim Andrews here. Or you can look for Autumn Fisher. Where can people find you, Autumn Fisher? You can look for me at Autumn Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R. And what we'll do is we'll do some of our goofy voices. You can give your brother-in-law or your aunt or your kid or your wife or husband, anybody that you want to give a gift to, tell us about exactly what you wanted to say, pick a voice, and you can find a, a compilation video of some of the voices available that I've done on all my social media platforms. And one of the things in particular, the reason why you bring up the Cameo app is it's actually... Because I want to make money? Uh, well, because <laughs> you want to make money, but it's also in the headlines. Oh, yeah, too. that is true. Uh, George Santos, uh, the expelled congressman, one of the expelled congress... I knew he'd land on his feet. Con- yes. <laughs> He certainly did. He was one of the uh, Congress, uh, I, I don't want to say men, Congress people. Pe- per no, Congress he's person. the first Republican member of Congress to be expelled from Congress in its history. That's right. And he is from the state of New York. And he is now making money by doing cameo, guys. And the person that requested it, it's quite strange. Yeah, let me. Senator from Pennsylvania, John, John Fetterman. John Fetterman, which, you know, we've, we've talked a lot. There's been a lot of talk show hosts on the station that have. You know, had their quips and their things to say about John Fetterman in particular. You know, right. this guy went through a stroke, went through a lot throughout the campaign process, but ended up being beating out uh, Dr. Oz. Yeah, he kept through- Dr. Oz out of the Senate, so that's a win. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he's in there now. But uh, he made a request to get uh, to get Santos to do a cameo for him for this reason. Hey, Bobby. Uh, look. I don't think I need to tell you, but these people that want to make you get in trouble and want to kick you out and make you run away, you make them put up or shut up. You stand your ground, sir, and don't get bogged down by all the haters out there. Stay strong. Merry Christmas. That is good. That is John Fetterman, sitting member of Senate from the great state of Pennsylvania. I believe he's the junior senator, using uh, a, a disgraced congressman. 
uh, on an app to troll another sitting congressman or <laughs> another sitting senator, the and senator from New Jersey, Bob Menendez. Right, and yeah. this guy and uh, this guy's in a heap of trouble. It's the second time he's gone through these ethics investigations. And, but not only that, it's making me respect Fetterman a little bit more. Do you have that clip of him from the uh, the View yesterday? Uh, this was actually on Friday. I saw this okay. live when 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 this happened. And Fetterman uh, again, like. You have to give it to him. He's been consistent about this for about a week and a half at least. I think the, the more important picture is, is that we have a colleague in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? Right. And then after he starts saying those things, that idiot Sonny Holstein, is that her name? Holston or whatever, I forget her last yeah. name. But they're, they're all idiots except for um, uh, Joy and uh, and Whoopi. Those are the two yeah. I like. But anyway, she goes, well, he hasn't had a, his day in court yet. I mean, she's covering, carrying the water for the guy. Yeah. The guy's a criminal. Yeah, and, he is. And then it's far worse than what, what Santos did. I mean, oh, wait, Santos is, that guy is it, just a liar. Yeah, and he's a strange individual, but that doesn't mean he isn't qualified <laughs> to be a congressman. But there's one clip, there's one part of that clip I don't think we got, and, and that's toward the end where he goes, he, he, he's not the, the senator from Egypt. And I love that because he has all the, that gold from Egypt. Yes, and I mean, it, when you keep digging more and more into it, it's funny how... The stories try to kind of push you away from the like, well, look over here. There's a lot more problems going on with the Republicans and with Bob Menendez. There's problems everywhere. Just get rid of that Menendez guy. Yeah, there's a lot of problems out there for sure. And there's problems on the roadways as well. I see that Doug Turnbull is watching a trial. Oh, man, Tim. Freaking checked uh, the Georgia Secretary of State site. And I don't have an election to vote in today, so I don't have a runoff election. Aren't Everybody you, else does, but I don't have one. Aren't you so lucky? I don't have any clue if Tucker has one or not. I'll go check when we go to break, and then we can maybe talk about it during Trail Mix. Absolutely. We've got a big election coming up next year. <laughs> well, Jared, I didn't have time to look, so I don't know if we have a runoff in Tucker. You should, man. It's a, it's. It's a good feeling. You know, I, I still like getting the peach sticker. It's a li- I know it's a little thing, but I do like getting it. I feel like I've, I've, I've earned a good deed. I throw it right back at that poll worker. I don't want this <laughs> stupid sticker. I get a sticker. Yeah, I did something good. Here's Wee. my sticker. I wish it was scratch and sniff. <laughs> I don't, you don't feel special when you get the sticker? No. Everybody gets a sticker. Why would I feel special? Yeah, exactly. Well, if one in every ten people got one, then that one in every ten people would be, go, yeah, that's special. My polling precinct before uh, the rules changed, which I'm glad the rules changed, used to like put out all kinds of food, all kinds of like Starbucks coffee and stuff. I was like, wow, this is nice. Yeah, I won't vote again until I'm allowed to hand pizza to people. It's not yeah. fair. It's not fair. Here. I, want the, I want the Krispy Kremes. Yeah. Here's I'd a vote if there was donuts involved. Yeah. I don't it, care about my future or making decisions that affect my taxes. I want donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I'm the important thing. That, that's, that's why you go out there to, poll, to the polls. So if you're... Going up to Brookhaven in particular, you're voting in the big mayoral race that's going on up there. Just know that you probably are unlikely to find any kind of coffee or food at your polling precinct. <laughs> I bet you that <laughs> probably less than 25,000 people have voted in that runoff today. <laughs> well, luckily, we're going to make sure that Shelly Winter co- covers it all the way to the very end tonight. Isn't that right, Tim? He's not on tonight, so yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So after the basketball game, after the that. basketball game, Shelly's going to stay up all night and make sure oh, we get all the yeah, results. Oh, there was a big race in Brookhaven. We're going to uh, call now. Okay, what do we have in Trail Mix? <laughs> uh, let's open it up. 
I didn't know you had flies in Iowa. I hate flies. Now, I'll get in trouble for saying that. Cruelty to animals. No, it's true. And, and, and Joan, Shanghai, 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 If you, in a lab, put atrazine in, in, a, in a, 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 a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and force, forcibly uh, uh, feminize every frog in there. And that's what happened to Kermit. Trail mix. That's what happened to Kermit. Yep. Kermit the Frog, forced feminization. Oh, wait, that's a, just a video I watched earlier. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, our first bit of... Hey, don't knock it. It's fun. Go ahead. Our first bit of trail mix is uh, Frasier star Kelsey Grammer. You know that the show came back. It's on Paramount Plus, I believe. Yeah, right? I watched one episode of it. What'd you think? Uh, wasn't very impressed. Oh, I liked yeah. the old show, and I loved Frasier on Cheers, especially when he became a surly boozer. You know, at first he was this little milk toast guy that was with Diane. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. Not Diane. Yes, oh yes, he was with Diane when he was first on the show. Don't you oh. remember? See, I never watched Cheers. I watched. Uh, I used to spend time with my dad and my stepmom watching watching Frasier when actually. you were a kid, and I enjoyed. I enjoyed yeah. Frasier. There were times where we'd all gather around. They'd be sitting on the couch. I'd be sitting on the carpet. Frasier's on, Jared. Let's, <laughs> let's watch go, let's tonight. Watch Frasier. The popcorn's ready. Yes, gather. where did your sister sit? Uh, Where your brother sit? This was at a time where, believe it or not, I was actually living with this particular in this particular scenario by myself for a oh, little wow. bit. Oh wow! Just a couple of years. So. Oh, I get it. I get I've it. Had a crazy life, you know. So you people. watched Frasier when you were a kid. Yeah, and I remember it yeah. very well. Yeah, Frasier was a funny show. But again, when when he started out on Cheers, he was kind of a wussy. And then by the end of it, because Diana dumped him just like she had dumped Sam Malone, he became this surly drunk, and he he had the best jokes, the best writing. All went to Fraser. That's why he's won so many Emmys. And hence what why. Was the, what was his uh, wife's name? Lilith. Lilith. And now I did yeah. watch um, the clip of her. She came back to the show. I love that character, and I love that actress. So, but the reason why Kelsey Grammer is in the news is because he told the BBC uh, that he is still a Trump supporter. Oh. Which apparently... I guess Frazier will be canceled by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, I think so, which apparently caused the Don't interview... Don't take any Ambien this week. <laughs> it apparently caused the interview <laughs> to abruptly end, is what it says here in the quote. Here's Kelsey Grammer talking about it. i got to ask you about politics before we finish. You mentioned Roseanne early on, <laughs> who had a great comeback, but also was a Trump supporter. You were, at least you were a Trump supporter. I'm fascinated to know if you, if you still are. I am, and uh, that's about I'll let that be the end of it. <laughs> that was the end of it. Though I have to say, actually, Kelsey Grammer himself was perfectly happy to go on talking about it. The Paramount Plus PR people less happy that he talked about it at some length. They'll so be we, really thrilled that you they, mentioned that. Yeah, there, it's right, really thrilled. Anyway, they uh, they decided that uh, we'd had plenty of time for our interview. But I should stress that he was absolutely perfectly happy to talk about why he wow. supports Donald Trump and still does uh, in the coming election. A lot of finger pointing going on there because. Well, it sounds to me a lot like the interview that you and I did with a certain comedian named Rob Schneider, where you had to bring up in the middle of it, I hear you like RFK. <laughs> I had to casually throw it in there, because, of course, on the page, on, on uh, Rob Schneider's page, it did say that he had been a Democrat, went to Republican, and then switched over to... Uh, to and actually you unceremoniously <laughs> cut it out of the interview, and I don't know why they didn't leave it in there. You know what it is? It's a big conspiracy, RFK Jr. I'm trying to stop you from getting elected. That's I that. hope you drink some Tetrazine or whatever that is, <laughs> and you end up ribbit, ribbit all the way home. Um, yeah, that's... that's Kelsey, like, would have talked about it, I'm sure, because he's not, he's not one to shy away from the interview, but... 
Paramount Plus does not want that. Yeah, it's interesting that he pointed the BBC, Kelsey Grammer did, and then the BBC points at Paramount Plus, and then you know Paramount Plus is I, we we don't know what their what their statement is at this point because right. you know it's just unfortunate that in these in this time and era you just cannot vote for the other side now. It's and, and that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, well, you can you can you can do whatever you want. Sorry, they, Paramount Plus doesn't want the doesn't want uh, Kelsey Grammer to come out and say he likes Trump. And then for people to not watch their new show, they just put a bunch right. of money into. I wish that when they would do these talk shows, no one would ask them anything at all about politics. Yeah, shut up already. Tell about me it. about the show. What did you <laughs> no. do before the show? Why did you bring Frazier back? Are you excited? Right. Is it as funny as it was before? Who plays your son? Are we going to see Sam? All of that is important. You know, put that mm-hmm. in there. You're going to have oh, George yeah. Wendt walk onto the scene, you know, because he's what? back in Boston. Are you talking about Cheers? No, but he's back in Boston. Oh, okay. I don't know. Why do you keep referencing Cheers, people? Oh, because he's back in Boston. I didn't realize that he was in Boston. I thought <laughs> yeah, he was still he's in not Seattle. A, a, no, he's back, and his son is all grown up, and gotcha. Lilith is there. But the overall point is, is that nobody wants to hear you talk about. It. If you're on the View, like Whoopi, uh, in the other one, the redhead, I, I just Sunny. No, not Sunny. I'm talking oh. about the comedians. <laughs> Joy. Joy. Joy Whoopi and Joy are comedians. I don't expect them to be super knowledgeable about politics, but that's their job. They're on a show where they talk about politics. It used to be current issues and stuff now it's just stupid politics but when they you know kelsey Grammer, roseanne who's outspoken anyway and would tell you regardless or any of these actors when they're doing interviews just talk about the show yeah don't talk about politics don't immediately ostracize a huge amount of your uh, i don't even know if that's the right word but don't immediately shut out half of your potential audience but what about tim for the people that have for their phone wallpaper you know like uh, you know how you can do your the front of your phone and also the when you yeah, break the lock, the lock screen what if they're for the people that have kelsey Grammer as their lock screen like yeah. they want to know what he's doing all the time. Well, what those people are, are dumb. Who is yeah, those sports? people need to. They need a wellness check. If yeah. you have a Kelsey Grammer on your phone wallpaper, uh, yeah, I love like, a lot of people who are in television and film and movies and music and stuff that have incredibly ridiculous political points of view that I could. <laughs> and it, it doesn't even matter if they're le- left or right. I just don't want to hear. You know, I apologize to everyone here in Atlanta on behalf of Tim and Autumn. If you have a selfie, yeah, reasonable with people Grammer. are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a picture of Kelsey Grammer or a selfie with Kelsey Grammer on your lock screen on your phone and they just completely took a poo on you like that, how dare they do that? You know what? I stand with you. You know what? Maybe, maybe people want to know more behind the you who, who the individual is than just the than just what the show is. You know, you're, you would just want that vanilla take on it there, Tim. You, people want to know the politics, the sports. They want to know everything. I about want to know what Sam Malone thinks about <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Sam Malone isn't a real person. I know. You know who I mean. That guy. <laughs> who used to date Whoopi Goldberg and showed up at a party in blackface. That guy. <laughs> yeah, him. Oh, Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, let's go check with Doug Turboy. Okay, Jared, hit me with one more story for Trail Mix. Well, I figure uh, most people want to know about this one. Four Republicans have qualified for the fourth 2024 presidential debate tomorrow in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's going to be on News Nation at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. And the four that are going to be involved are Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, and who am I? Who am I DeSantis, Haley, oh, and Vivek Ramaswamy. There we go. Oh, what about Trump? Where's he going to be? Uh, he is going to be on Fox later tonight. Oh, tonight, not tomorrow night. Correct. He's oh, on. So he's not counter program. I thought it was he was counter programming tomorrow night. No, he's gonna he's gonna He'll be do doing it. a rally probably. Yeah, it's a, they're calling it a town hall with Hannity tonight at nine o'clock. But he is not going to be at this debate. In it's a town hall with Sean Hannity tonight. My guest is former president and possible <laughs> next president of the United States, Mr. Donald Trump. 
with a town hall format where you get to ask questions anyway. <laughs> Which is exactly how it's going to go yeah. down. It's going to just become a pep rally. Basically. Why are you such a fantastic president? And why is Joe Biden such a disaster for this entire nation? In fact, we'll never be able to recoup from that unless you get back in the White House. Well, you know, Sean, I agree with that. And I appreciate you saying so. I got to start doing the demure Trump, you know, where he's quiet. Yeah. The relaxed. Yeah, people are. He was trending saying that Trump is not well, that, that he's uh, he's not. He hasn't looked himself as of late. It's like, give me a break. Like, this is exactly what happens. No, he's when, still fat. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> like, like, I mean, in, in much like, you know, we, we bring up the pep rally scenario there, yeah. there. It's the same thing as if Biden were to go on MSNBC. It'd be the same thing. Why are your policies? Uh, sir, Mr. Biden, why have your why are your policies so wonderful? And why are they? Oh. Why is Bidenomics working there, sir? Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> no, 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 sir, sir. We need you to answer the question, please. Oh, oh, goodness yeah. gracious! Uh, clean up here at MSNBC. Hey, somebody is cleaning things up for us right now, making sure that you get home. That's Doug Turnbull. He's still for thirty three years. Clark Howard and ninety five five WSB have joined the Georgia Department of Family and Children's Services to ensure that every child in the Georgia foster care system has at least one gift on Christmas Day. With over 10,000 children in foster care currently, we need you now more than ever. Help us make a child's wish come true by donating now at wsbradio.com. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Mr. Von Hessler, under the weather, we hope he gets well soon and that he's back in the studio tomorrow. Until that time, let's do this. Tech Tuesday with Greg Russ. Hello, Greg Russ. Hello. How are you? How are you up there in New York City? Are you uh, are you safe? You don't have a cold? You're not uh, sick or anything? Everybody. Well, I don't know studio. about the cold, Christina. No. Christina had a cold, and I think she passed it to me. And that. And I pride your, myself on not getting sick. That but. being your live-in girlfriend. Yes. Yes. You know, she had COVID at one point. I didn't care. I said, bring it. And Whoa. We sleep in the same bed and nothing ever came about. As a kid, I never got strep throat. And that was a bragging point in my life. Not that I have it now and I still don't. But, you know, my immune system is something I really pride myself on. When I meet new people and they say, tell me something about yourself. I say, best immune system you've ever seen. <laughs> that's pretty so when awesome. I get, you when I get sick. Jerry. Heavy bones and a great immune system. Heavy oh, that's because that's because you're exposed to so much up there in New York City. You know, you're always uh, riding the subway. Oh, that subway. And, that's that's you know, a germ. Licking subway seat, touching yeah. things, and all that stuff. I mean, you're just yeah, I a, do it on purpose. And a, I don't wash my hands. People, why would you wash your hands after holding the subway pole that's got every single germ known to man? It is a good way to boost the immune system. Yeah, you're exposed to it. I think it's important. A lot of people think that if you just stay inside and avoid. Uh, just being around people and in contact with other humans that you're not going to get sick. And Error. maybe that's true. But it, it, in reality, you're just <laughs> you when you do go out into the into the wild, as I like to say, uh, you are then more susceptible to actually getting something. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that's why you should let your kids eat dirt. Let them do it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's feed it to them. Just don't let it. Let them eat it. Feed it to them. Put you're it on a plate. You're eating a mud. You're eating a mud pie for. Take uh, your spoonful of dirt. There you go. Chew on it. Mm. Autumn, do you let your kids? Uh, do you let them eat a little dirt there? <laughs> well, they're like uh, almost seven and almost ten. So the eating yeah, seven-year-old is kind of kind of go. Pete's got to be still kind of in that phase. My son takes well, they, his matchbox no. cars outside, and they get all dirty, and they're all over the dirty ground, and all of a sudden, then he'll walk around with. 
a car in his mouth. I go, what did I tell you about putting cars in your mouth? He goes, no cars in mouth? I say, yes. <laughs> and then he shoves it right back in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's good. It's, it, I, I agree that it is good to have them exposed to stuff. Like when I was sick, I didn't isolate myself. I just was, you know, I didn't kiss them maybe as much as I would, but I don't know. I didn't like, I, I know that during COVID, and maybe it was different back then because we still were so unsure, like when we were still washing our groceries and stuff, that like someone would get COVID and then they would isolate in the basement, you know, from their family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I'm, I'm not going to You don't do have that. a basement, so you can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess so. I knew your room. Privilege. You have, you have square footage to isolate your, from your family from. Yeah, but even if I did, I think I would isolate. still just, yeah. Those would just people be should be dragged there. to the street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have the privilege to isolate... What is going on in your life? Yes, well, I'd just like to stay home and, and overpay for food to be delivered to me from Grubhub. Do you have any tech stories, Greg? I, I do, and I wanted to bring this up on yesterday's show. The biggest news story of the day, as far as I was concerned yesterday, was the Rockstar video game trailer for Grand Theft Auto yes, 6 absolutely. was released. I haven't played finally. Grand Theft Auto since, uh, what was it, San Andreas. So it's been oh a minute for goodness. me. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you're a couple gens back. Yeah, my definitely. Goodness. So yeah. What's this so one? So this is a return to Vice City. Okay. Last time we were there we, we were there was, in our years, what was that, 2002, Two? I want to say. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun uh, game. Uh, oh and that God. game was set so in the fun. 80s. Yeah. Middle and school. Tommy Versetti, uh, who looked like a co-worker of ours at the time. Yes, yes. A guy who used to be on the radio at a uh-huh. different radio station. Yeah. Uh, he was the main character. And this game is now, once again, set in Vice City, seemingly in modern day. And I was hoping that maybe Versetti would show up. But here's some math that will really throw you for a loop. If Tommy Versetti showed up in this game, he'd be in his 70s because he was in his 30s in the last game, which was set in the 80s. So That can't be true. No. So this game. That is true. Why? I know, but it can't be If he was right? 35 in the 80s, add 40 years. Yeah. There you go. So what is the, I've been seeing a lot of controversy about this game. How did the, does this game now differ from the original incarnations? Like back then you weren't playing online with other people. Now I guess that's the only way to play games, right? Well, no, there's still single player mode, which Rockstar does pride themselves on. But if you look at Grand Theft Auto V, for example, to this day, they're still making money on the online portion of it. Oh, wow. And the, how much George told me before we went there, he said like $2 billion has been invested into this game. Easily. So it must be worth it to them to invest that kind of money. It's also been, by the time it's released, it's not coming out until 2025, and we don't even know when in 2025. It'll have been over 13 years since the last Grand Theft Auto Oh, wait, game. so it's making the news now, but it's not out, and it won't be out for another two years, a year and a it's half? It's what, 2025. We just don't know when okay. in 2025. And, and the reason why people, oh, there's all this buzz about it now is because the trailer was leaked on X oh, before okay. it was supposed to come out, so I think they ended up pushing the timeline up to release this trailer, right, Greg? Yeah, the trailer was already set to be released this month, but there was the leak, and they said, all right, you know what, it's ready. Let's just, here you go, here it is. Yay! Do you play games still, Greg? Do you have enough time? in your life i have the time i don't don't i'm not going to pretend i'm too busy to play games <laughs> i just don't do it as often as you would think i got into red dead redemption 2 we talked about that quite oh, a bit. yeah it's fun i spent hours and hours just camping and exploring and drinking coffee in the morning on a mountaintop watching the sunrise <laughs> treating it as if it were real life so it makes it exciting video games that was that was that was fun and i've been playing i, I bought the playstation 5 on a whim a couple of weeks ago but i've only been playing the spider-man 2 game Wow, but it is—it is nice to. I have an Atari. 
Because I got it at a garage sale. <laughs> I think you should update. You should go to Doesn't a PS. Work. You should go to a PS Five, Tim, because it. I do find, and I'm. I'm not any kind of. I'm not the gamer that I used to be. I used to play a lot, especially during the colder You're months. Not the gamer you used to I'm be. I'm not Jared. the gamer I used to be. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore, man. But during the colder months, especially like now, for example, mm-hmm. like I, I play more often than not, and I do find that after. You know, like a long day or something like that. It is quite stress relieving to play a game, whether it's something you like get to shoot people. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, my my game of choice is Madden, by the way. So, and I I haven't gotten this they year's don't have Madden. cheat codes anymore. You can't cheat. I like it that's, when you could cheat. That's well, see, that's what makes Madden great is that there's no cheating. It's just well, not in Madden, but like when I played Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Vice City, the original one, you could find yeah. those little cheat codes for PlayStation. Where it's like you get unlimited ammo. Yeah, and the cops would come and you just keep shooting at all the vehicles and then you, you know, just get in a but fight with the find, gangs. See, I always wanted to cheat also. Like, I always wanted to use my friend's um, Nintendo Game Genie to yeah. cheat on stuff. But then it just took all of the it does, it does, stakes you, out of it. You yeah. do it after you beat the game, which could take uh, forever. Yeah, do it, do it the right way and then cheat. Yeah, okay. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Do it the right way. Then Good advice cheat. from we have the Von Hessler doctor. Do we have another uh, time for another story? Well, I was thinking about what Jared said, though, how he played video games in the winter, and I'm uh-huh. the opposite. I like to go out in the winter when less people are out. Yeah, that's true. In the summer, there's people like Jared out. So I play video games in the summer. Summer is my season, man. So and New York's maybe... probably beautiful at this time of year with all the Christmas lights, if they still do that. They do. Okay. It is. Yeah. It's, it's nice, and it's actually been a little cooler. Yeah. It yeah, still but, doesn't snow though. It doesn't, and then I, you know, not that it ever snowed a lot in December here, but but the thing about the, snow. the biggest difference though that people, if you've never gone to the New York City before, that people don't understand is that even going from bar to bar on those streets, like even just going maybe a couple of blocks. I mean, there are a couple of times where I remember my the tip of my nose and my lips getting colder than I've ever felt before. And that's a feeling that I just I just don't like at all. I don't want to feel that cold. I don't understand people that enjoy that. That's I, nothing. Get, get, I mean, go to the go to the Midwest. Yeah, go of to course. Chicago in January. Go to Chicago, sure. Right. And and, and I'm it's just amazing. Saying, that's just the difference between New York City and Atlanta. Like in Atlanta, like it gets cold, obviously, but I I can't recall a time. Well, people that, don't that, go into the city at night either. That, that well. You know, for the people that live in Midtown and stuff sure. like that, they're I, trying, I, right? Downtown's the new destination. Yeah. No, downtown's got some they good put stuff. Put like going. a Johnny Rockets in, in the floor. Of <laughs> I can cook a burger in my house. Construction building. Midtown Buckheads. Yeah, it's actually it's 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 like a, an Olive Garden, but it's it's a, inside of a jukebox that you have to put a coin in, uh-huh. and you have to say a secret <laughs> password to get in. But in the inside, it's really just a Johnny Rockets. Yeah, free bread. <laughs> You guys are such haters. You know what? You're coming out with me next time. That's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys a good old Atlanta time. Somebody that's not showing a good Atlanta time right now. Uh, he does say he has better news. but I think I'm seeing here in Greg's bin of stories that there is some good news for Android phone users that really, really, really want to jump into the iPhone club. Ooh. I'm hoping that we get a chance to hear what that solution is when we come back. Maybe. Bloop. <laughs> Greg Russ. Any more Tech Tuesday stories? Yeah, I guess I got to talk about the story that Jared teased. I was oh. going to skip that one because I don't really care about the 16-year-old genius whose well, do it code is jailbreaking <laughs> iMessage. But, this is a big you know, deal for Android users. This is it, it, it? I don't think it is for Android if users. If they cared, they'd have hey, iPhones. Here's, well, well here, here's, you know, when you're using an iPhone and you're texting with an Android user, you get the ugly green bubble. Yeah, and sucks. Apple does that on purpose. It's kind of a status symbol. It's part of the wall garden. And there's a new app 
Beeper Mini that you can get on your Android phone, which will then allow you to show up as blue on someone's iPhone. Mm. To the person using the Android, you don't actually see that you're green, so that's why I don't know why they care. If anything, it's sure, using an iPhone, I see the green, and I think, ugh, an Android user. <laughs> but that's because <laughs> Apple has me right where they want me, right? I, because I it's an ugly color. The big test is whether or not you text into a group thread, right? Because if you're an Android and you try to text into a group thread, then they can't, whoever the main leader of the group thread is, can't name it. Mm -hmm. So that would be the real test right there is... Even if you're not showing up. I don't up as ever a, think of those things. You don't Me think either. I don't care. No, I don't care. You guys all group Sending text? video. What? Sending video is something. If an Android yeah. user does it, it becomes compressed yes. and pixelated. Yeah, like yes. links get really teensy and weird sometimes. It looks like he shot it on a flip phone in 2007. Right. Yeah. I, no, I worry about the group texting all the time. In fact, we have excluded friends that have Androids from our group texts, especially oh, during snooty. during music festivals. It absolutely is. I wow. turn my Good. nose up to those people that decide to mess up our those little music losers festival text. Yeah. Yes, those losers. That are, are, or so you make my point, though, Jared. This is not exciting news for the Android user, unless the Android user so desperately wants to be in your group chat. But it's exciting news for you, because <laughs> you can then have your group chat the way you want it. But it's still... As an still, iPhone user. It shows up as blue, but it doesn't mean that the technology is still there, right? So, like, if I if I like, uh, you put a thumbs up or a thumbs down or something on somebody's comment that they made uh, in the group text, it's still going to say, Autumn liked your comment, right. instead of it just having the thumbs up. I say, if you don't have an iPhone, <laughs> yes, no, it was stick a to yourself. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. I nodded, and I thought maybe you could have heard that. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, that's my fault. I forgot to listen. <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't like this. I don't like cross pollination. I think you should be able to determine if somebody is sending you a message on an Android phone. I don't want them pretending like they have an iPhone like I do. Well, I think Android should just come up with something more clever, right? They should come up with something like, oh, my gosh, we have a red text bubble. If oh, you're no Android. one wants that. That's worse than green. Or something like, I don't know. It doesn't have to be green, but it could be something a little more clever. Instead of chasing Apple all the time, they need to come up and be the leader. Nah. Instead never of never what's, what's their operating system now? Tapioca? Because it's always desserts, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I've been in with an iPhone for a very long time. Greg Russ, thank you very much. Yes, thank you, Greg, for Hello? that. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. He I was not getting kicked off. No, See you're, not, you're not getting kicked <laughs> off. I was just saying oh, thank okay. you. Stick around. You're welcome. All right, we'll go, go back to Doug Turnbull, who is staying with Westside. All of Eric's amazing doctrinaires have WSB shows and podcasts as well. Feel free to check out the latest podcast with me, Tim Andrews, Saturday evenings from 7 to 8 p.m., and the Nightcap with Jared Yamamoto. Hey, that's me. Saturday nights from 11 to midnight. Also grab new episodes of Radio Labyrinth. That's my podcast. Uh, one Topic with Greg and Autumn and the Power in Sports Pods. Hey, coming up in Free Audio Association, Tim Andrews. Uh, yeah, not only do we have... Some of the great sound that we have left over throughout the show that we haven't gotten to in the sh on the show yet. But we also have open mics from the WSB radio app like this one in particular. I owe the great Tim Andrews an apology. This weekend I was watching a rival news channel, Weather Girl, and I was hammering away at some projects at the same time. And while all this was going on, next thing I know, Tim Andrews' wife appears on screen. Um, I was embarrassed. And I felt like my mother had walked in, and uh, I'm ashamed, and I'm sorry. You be the judge. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but should you...
Oh, I didn't know if we had another commercial. Greg, are you still with us? I am. Okay, good, good. Let's do this. My favorite character on the show. Free. It, it, she's but she's favorite. free. Would you keep her in a cage until yes. it's time for the segment? Yeah, we do, actually. The prize like, cage. We keep sure. the oversized t-shirts. We only have extra, extra large t-shirts here. And the free audio association woman. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> she, they're, they're still too tight on her. She only gets let out <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we need you. We need you. Very sporadically throughout the month. We need you two or three times, maybe. Of all the segments, yeah, exactly, Tim. She probably only makes it out two, three times a month. But you know what? You just blow the dust off her and she's ready to go. Here's an idea that we've never uh, approached. And I think, I know you guys used to do the Vonnies. That was before I came around. Mm -hmm. But I think we ought to uh, let the listeners vote on social media. I mean, this is right up Eric's alley. No, it's not. <laughs> do a poll. But on the uh, the best and worst of all of our sounders leading into segments. I like that. Yeah, I, I think, think audio, I think this one would win. That and listicles for sure. No, those listicles are, should be thrown away forever. Hey, no, we're the doing old, the old B one would win, but he refuses to bring it back. I know, I know. It's a doing? really good one. Greg Rod. That was the first sounder when we started. Again, people may not know that we started as a Sunday show here, the Bondaster Doctrine, from noon to two at first, and then got expanded from noon to three, and that was the first sounder <laughs> that I made for the show. Why couldn't it just on a Sunday afternoon? Why wasn't it three hours? We started off two hours, believe it or not. It was 12 yeah. to 2, and then it believe expanded. It oh, there was the show about it's socks. Well, I'll tell you who didn't believe. Hey, that was one of the best one-topic episodes, the show about socks. Uh, who didn't believe in it was Jared. I remember when the show started, and he was disappointed it wasn't a more serious news focus oh show. He well you think know it's gonna be good for his yeah, career because uh, think about it from uh 20 i think i was 26 years old when the von hessler doctrine started on sunday and the only experience i had really had was working with other talk show hosts that primarily leaned conservative and then i learned by working on this Jared, shucky ducky yeah i learned i learned how to how to add the entertainment element into things and it has completed my journey you're as a well-rounded Talk show host slash producer, yeah. but we're doing free audio now. That is right. Yeah, not, we're not yeah there you audio. are. There's my there's my lady right Walk there. Walk down the memory lane when the free audio lady had a, a full voice and she wasn't just muzzled. <laughs> we have got to give you, Tim Andrews, some major praise here. We did not bring this up yesterday on the show. We definitely should have brought this up. You were on a nationally syndicated television show on Sunday night, Adult Swim, that being Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and not one, not two, but six of your characters five. were involved in that show. Sorry, five <laughs> of those characters. Hey, either way, more than two. And it's more not syndicated. Than, more than two, it's but either Adult way. Swim. Adult not Swim. ten. Not 12. No, I appreciate the effort. 20. It's season 12, episode 3 See, of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. How much did you make? I'm not going to say that on the air. I'll tell you. I'll text you. Uh, you can How much do you make at WSB? Uh, I make $2 an hour. And the Max app is where you can watch uh, all episodes of this show. But the the most recent one, season uh, 12, episode 3, was uh, I, I did a bunch of celebrity impressions and a couple of them made it on. And I was very, very honored to do that. In fact, last Friday, we had one of the co-creators of Aqua Teen Hunger Force on the show, Matt Malero. Uh, we're just talking movies. Say hello to my little friend. Look at Scarface. Hello, love. I'm the Zen War groundskeeper. I have one voice setting. Michael K. Yeah, I don't like this one. This one's a sissy. All right, so that was in that in that clip you heard me doing Michael Caine, mm -hmm. and it's a grounds coffee grounds dispenser that has a voice. You fancy movies, do you, love? Oh yeah, I'm a real movie buff. <laughs> movies about people in the buff. <laughs> 
This is a classic. Whoa, Whoa look at that. What is this motion they're doing? It's bloody repetitive. Is it over yet? Tell me when I can open my eyes. It's so far. That's a short movie. Are all movies this short? They're a lot longer if you pay for them. So in that clip, they're watching, uh, I think, some... Some children's programming, maybe like Tom and Jerry or something. And I'm doing uh, Al Pacino. No, not Al Pacino. I'm doing Stallone and Michael Caine in that clip. Look at that, Tim. And, and, and I, I see you looking down. Or you should be excited. You should be very proud of what you did. This My is, back it's hurts. A huge That's why I'm hunched over. Did you, you screenshot the credits? Yes, I did. Of course I did. Good. Yes. See, as you should, Tim Andrews, very, very talented. And again, you can Available watch. Available for hire. You can uh, you can watch this episode on Max, right? Again, uh, yeah. the Season latest. 12, episode 3. But watch all of them. They're all funny. You certainly should. So this next piece of free audio, since we didn't get to that yesterday, this is something that happened yesterday evening on the Manning cast here. This is really huge. Uh, you know, Tua, the quarterback for Tua, the... Tua... B- b- I can never say his last Tua name. Tua Tagovailoa. Yay, you nailed it there. Um, he is the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and he was on as a guest on the Manning cast. And in particular, he went to Alabama, so he wanted to... Congratulate get, Alabama Congratulate Georgia. Al- Alabama in particular, but, but then also he wanted to uh, give his condolences to Florida State for not making the college football oh, yeah. playoff. And uh, he showed that he can play the guitar, guys. I mean, listen, this guy's talented. Um, let's see. Um, I can play maybe uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Let's go. Let's oh, see it. For all the Florida State fans out there. Yeah. I can't see, know what that song's about. It up. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Here's a song about his kid that fell, fell out of the window. window. <laughs> Sorry, Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna jump offside. You're gonna cry, Florida State. Did your kid fall out of the window? Jumped offside. Is Peyton Manning singing? No, that's bad. <laughs> really good. Uh, we've heard it. Oh my God! Stop that! Stop! Stop! stop. Right it's a depressing song. <laughs> It's a, well, it's, it's a, a depressing, it's a depressing song, and then them trying to be funny and make up words for it that they can't. They, they they obviously don't know what it's about, or they wouldn't have been so cavalier with it. Right. Well, and it's also depressing talking about what happened to Florida State. Well, I mean, I'm not depressed by that. Which is which is why Tua brought that up, and he played. Who's that it song. depressing to Tua? Uh, it's extreme. Well, not it's depressing to Florida, Florida State. State. Any, oh, any, well, who cares? College what? football's depressing. Just the state of that playoff. It's a joke. <laughs> well, we should be in there. Next year we will be. Georgia, by the way, when I, I say we. I still stand by what I said yesterday. I think that if the college football committee can not figure out how to put six teams in there this year, they should have figured out some way to bend the rules a little bit. I realize no. that <laughs> the format in place it this year. Sport. They just wanted the money. You know what? They wanted yes. the ratings. They right. wanted the money. Right. Alabama's the bigger matchup because it's going to be a blowout probably otherwise with Michigan. Come on. Yeah. We so, all know what's happening. But, but we all know. We've no, Yeah, Autumn and I especially who follow college football like nobody's business. The only team I follow is Georgia, and if they're not garbage. in it, then I don't yeah. watch it. You could have easily made that Orange Bowl a play-in game made a ton of money off of it, figured it out, I'm sure any TV company, CBS, ESPN, you name it, they would have loved, relished the opportunity to make as much money as possible. Hey, listen, it's better than it was, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago when it was just arbitrary. Oh, I know. And people would just, this is the national game, here you go, boom. The trophy's still crap, though. That, oh, I don't know about the trophy. What, what is the trophy? Glass. It's probably crystal. Well, no, they, so they have two. That's, that's one trophy. There's now, like, the big, long trophy. Now, the big, long, golden trophy. That's yeah. the new college football. Long play. and golden. Mm. <laughs> long college football uh, trophy, too. So you get a bunch of them now. Because I remember with uh, the back-to-back national championships for our dogs, that they kept giving Kirby multiple trophies. And I'm like, okay, so the, there's the coach's trophy, there's the college football playoff trophy, there's another trophy too. There's so many freaking trophies that they get. Now that he's they getting a golf just, club so we can go play golf. I blame Boo Corrigan for all of this nonsense. Yeah, I don't if you like don't know who him Boo or her is, 
They Look are him bad. Up. You know, somebody that we shouldn't be booing right now because he's helping you get home right now. Ooh. That's Doug Turnbull. He's watching X. Ex- he says, extra delays remain on Okay, Jared Yamamoto, what other audio uh, do we have laying around? Well, you know, John Kerry has gone viral. I saw him on X in particular. I was wondering why he went viral. And then George Clark sent us this audio of him apparently tooting, farting. We'll just call it, say, farting. I feel like, I feel like that's... Tooting even, sounds dumb. He's farting. Yeah, he's Passing far- gas. Passing yeah. gas. Thank you, Autumn. And uh, he's on this climate panel in Dubai. I forget what the name of the, the, the conference is. COP28. Like, oh, adding, adding more methane to the <laughs> atmosphere. Right. Yes. Apparently he is, but again... It's Too much up, ketchup. It's up for judgment whether or not he actually relieves <laughs> himself or not. You guys be the judge. How adults who are in position of responsibility can be avoiding responsibility for taking away those things that are killing people on a daily basis. And and the reality is that... Um, it could be something wrong with the mic there. I mean, again, no, no, no. No, no the way he, the way he stumbled. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, why, why was it? It's like the mic was. Close he did. To he the did. Source. A, well, no, no. He did a one cheek sneak, like to quote George Carlin. He just lifted up one cheek and it let it out. <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely either Heinz fifty seven or ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that he married into the, the the Heinz fortune, right? Yeah, which is why he's able to fly around in private jets all the time. Yeah. He's got all that money, and then he's just very hypocritical. He shouldn't be the person leading the... He's not hypocritical. He knows he's lying. The the climate movement. <laughs> I, I, he probably does know he's lying, but either way... Again, we can't use coal anymore. Shut up. The internet is split, Herman though. Munster. The, the internet is split. Oh, who cares what the internet says? What other audio do we have? Uh, more... From this climate, you know summit. the internet's filled with idiots. <laughs> it, oh God, it's full yeah. of so many internet it, it, idiots out there. Uh, Al Gore also was going viral as well too. This is from yesterday. Uh, he belched. He said he, <laughs> he may as he well. Have. This is uh, this is the warning Wait, that you he. See what Kamala did. Yeah. This is uh, the warning that he gave everybody. The main thing that needs to be done is to phase out oil and gas. If they don't do that, it's a failure. If they do it, it's going to be a surprising success. Yeah, because I invested all my money in solar and all sorts of things like lithium and and listen if you keep using the stuff then i'm not going to get my ref- uh, i'm not going to get a good return on my investment we are approaching some very dangerous negative tipping points like the gulf stream like Uh-oh. the flipping of the amazon like my oh, bank account to a savannah <laughs> like the stability of the south asian monsoon uh, the, the the pace of the melting of the greenland and my antarctic portfolio uh, ice melting uh, masses yeah. <laughs> right my portfolio is previously just unseen dripping yeah this guy doesn't know what he's talking about he's he hasn't done anything since he's been vice president but make movies yeah it's just it's sad to see somebody that was so prominent on the political stage no it's not and we're just, gl- we're lucky that he's not around <laughs> i'm sorry to step on you i just don't think it's we, it's, well, it's not, not so they all, they all deserve a fall from grace at some yeah. point everyone no, who's on the political I, I stage sh- deserves it i shouldn't have stepped on you the, the first election that i remember as a kid was 2000 and he was such yeah. a big figure to me then and just to see him now Hanging. Just, just see him now is absolutely pitif- pitiful. Yeah, well, he was always pitiful. Uh, Greg, we're going to say goodbye here because Wes Moss is next. I hope you have a great evening in New York Thank wandering you. around in the cold. I appreciate it. Yes, thanks, Greg. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, somebody that's hopefully not hanging out with you. Maybe he's above you right now. He's watching Trouble Downtown. Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Eric will hopefully be back tomorrow. He's a little under the weather, but until then, here we go. What's the market doing with Money Matters, Wes Moss? Love that uh, Wes whistle. 
Wes Moss, you're with us today, and I wanted to ask you, earlier today, it seems you were hobnobbing with the elite of the figure skating world. Mm. Oh, you're talking about my interview with Scott Hamilton. I saw you on on Instagram. You were talking with Scott Hamilton. He was a very famous figure skater back in the well, day. Well, not only is he famous, and the and the baby boomer generation really remembers him probably the best. And Gen Xers, thank you. And Gen Xers. I'm a Gen Xer, so <laughs> yeah. yes. In fact, and millennials. Even, and millennials. You yes, don't count. Well. And Gen Zers. No even cur- when I took the guy to the airport, as soon as he got out of the car, people were like, oh my God, Scott Hamilton. And we, we actually saw Jeff Saturday, who was the interim oh, coach yeah. for the the Colts was he working at the airport? No, he was he was carrying some bags for. He was just being he's a, a good sky Samaritan. Kappa. Oh, okay, a good Samaritan. He's just a yeah, big, yeah. cool, nice guy. But he's a UNC grad. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey. And uh-huh. so I, we were in the same dorm. I think for the first year. So I didn't I didn't really know him. But I said you like we get Scott Hamilton. We get Jeff Saturday. Yeah. And the the Mary Lou Retton was busy. The, the baggage guy was like, man, you don't see that every day. So it was it was like a cool that is moment. Cool. But yeah, Scott Hamilton was very cool. To, to I got to spend kind of the day with him because I did he did the podcast uh-huh. early in the day, and that'll the be this weekend. On I believe that's coming out on the Retire Sooner podcast. Okay, okay. This this week, I know it's highly unorthodox to to promote him early, Jared, but I, I know I'm, I'm just like way. I don't know, Tim. I'm, I'm freezing up, man. Yes. No, we don't do that. What we don't promote other people's podcasts? No, I'm making a joke. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Got it. I think it actually would be. It's coming out on, I believe, Thursday. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, Scott yeah. Hamilton. I've always wanted to meet him. I need to hang out with Wes Mossmore. Yeah, you, you get some uh, some high profile individuals on the podcast and save a buck or two on your way to retirement. <laughs> hey, there, Tim see, Andrews. I, right. Side Not to me. give away the podcast, but I will say that there are a few people you know, to be a motivational speaker. Yeah, you've got to. You know, it's almost as though you've got to be born wealthy then you've got to spend a period of time where you live behind a dumpster so you have to crash and burn yeah and then you've got to kind of come back and then you can go be a motivational speaker all right one out of three yeah for me (laughs) what if you've always lived in a dumpster that doesn't count you're not going to get any gigs you're not going to get any gigs okay in his case i would say his story is much more extreme than anybody i know so he has an extreme life story that most of us don't know about. I mean, I, I think, oh, the guy it's the guy who, I think he won a medal, right? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was in then Blades of Glory. he sold it for gold. crack money. Uh, he, well, there, there's a story about the medal. He okay. no longer has it. All right, all right. I don't want to ruin it. It's in the well, podcast. All right. on Thursday. In Blades of Glory, podcast. which is a and comedy he, movie, right? And then he was in Blades of Glory. Yeah. The Will Ferrell movie, yeah. which he got to do an improv scene with him there. Wow. So that was a kind of a fun highlight. And But his medical... the the, the, the by, his medical condition that we don't really know about, you, you have probably heard that he's a cancer survivor. I did not know that. But his story is way beyond even that. And and him overcoming adversity in life is just a, re- a remarkable, it's a remarkable thing. All right. That'll be out Thursday? I, I sure hope so well, now. It's out, I it's yeah, the, pressure, the pressure is I out I hope it's now. coming out Thursday. I'll well, text him. Uh, people can look and forward and, and, uh, yeah. and follow it now, and then it'll be there when, when it's up. Yeah, now, thank the, you. The question uh, that I have for you, Wes, just regarding like the current economy and the state of things in the world, is this new term that I've seen floating around, I guess, for about a week now. This is, It's really starting to pick up in the major news sources. In fact, CNBC had a story about it earlier today. It's called doom spending have you heard of this before uh, yeah i have where like during the holiday season like people realize that and again you correct me if i'm wrong anywhere but my understanding of it is basically like during the holiday season even though people are 
you know, paying more because of inflation and things are costing more because of inflation. They're like, ah, who cares? We'll just keep spending money. We'll just keep spending money no matter what. I mean, why are people doing this? Oh. You know, they think the economy is going to collapse or that the, a meteor is going to hit. Autumn what? had a, I think autumn huh? was going to weigh in. <laughs> are well, you yeah, I, this has been something that's been going on for maybe like six, maybe maybe the last year because all of the talk of wars and, you know, the student loan stuff not getting uh, forgiven. And it was just like, well, forget it. Well, it did get forgiven for some people, not everybody, but it did for a lot of people. For some, for some, the here's the here's the reality, and what really gets me about this story, and I know it's probably been printed in a couple different forms. Doom spending is is a great headline, and the media doom spending. The the media needs need something new, and anything with doom and doomsday, it's it's perfect for them. But what's the gist of it? There's a study in that they cite in in some of these articles from Intuit. And Credit Karma, they did a combined study and, it, and asked Americans, are you concerned about the economy? 97% of Americans, are, at least in this study, are cons- concerned about the economy. Essentially, everyone is nervous about the economy. Everyone is scared that we're teetering on the edge. They must all be listening to the Von Hessler doctrine. <laughs> everyone is nervous that the next shoe to drop is going to be bad, not good. Then they say, well, if you're concerned, then instead of spending, you would hoard cash, you would save, you would, pre- you would prepare. But instead, a quarter of Americans are spending right through the doom. And I think of it as Aerosmith spending. Okay. Okay. Uh, not, not, Dude uh, looks like a lady. Well, it eventually gets to that. <laughs> okay. It's Love the, in an elevator. The, let's see. Well, what's the, what's the name of the movie? Uh, the, with, Armageddon? Yes. There we go. See, Aerosmith. Was part of yeah. Liv okay. Tyler was. I get it. Yeah. Think of it as as um, a lot of sweet emotion. Think of it as Armageddon spending because remember what happened. Remember the government realized that there's this meteor coming and it's gonna and and we've got to figure out some guys to go take a nuclear weapon up to the meteor yeah. and blow it up. Yeah. Right. Yep. Great movie. Great movie. Well, they remember they got they they assembled that team of Bruce Willis and. Steve ben Buscemi. Affleck and Buscemi, and they basically gave him a bunch of money, and they had like one wild night before they all knew they were going up to the asteroid. And they probably wouldn't make it home. That was that's doom spending. Hey, we might we don't have another night to do it. That's what the media is saying. Americans are doing. Mm. We're essentially spending because we think tomorrow is just never going to come. And so the advice from you, Wes Moss, would be don't doom spend because again, one of the things that people are, I guess, are just not aware of is that credit card debt is over one trillion dollars here in the U.S. Scary number. And eventually, I mean, there's no way that the banks and the government are going to bail people out of credit. No, cards. but the government will bail the banks out. But yes, but again, like at some point, the responsibility is going to come down to the individual. I mean, I I, I don't agree with But that's the thing. That's what's so infuriating. It's like banks get bailed out. Governments get bailed out. We have this debt that's hanging over our head, like that Eric always says, a trillion dollars or whatever it is. And thirty four trillion. Yeah, it's like. It's less than well, the, why the do I got it? Why do I have to Jared, penny pinch? Because Jared's you know? making a good point. People need to be more responsible with their money and not not out. So does the government. So do so I, do banks. So do corporations. That like, you can't control. You can control your true. own bank account. And I think, but in, yeah. in a, I should get bailed out. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. I think that yeah, you, you just have to be consistent. Autumn, you're honest with you. You have to be consistent. You can't be bailing out certain indi- individuals. And we've created an economy where 
there are some entities and some organizations that are like, ah, yeah, you're right. We're good. It doesn't matter about us. It doesn't matter yeah, in we, the history. We can be totally corrupt. We can do everything that builds our CEOs and our upper echelon of people's wealth. And then the rest of the entire company goes bankrupt. And the people that need the money the most lose their jobs. You know, I think about uh, autumn, um, autumn Bed Bath & Beyond. Autumn you know? is spinning out of control. Yes. At this point. Yeah. She just, she's, she's been due spinning for a couple years. Like she's a liberal. Just, you, autumn, you're, you're, you're circling down a, a dark path. Here's the, there's a bigger problem at stake. What there's, is that? There's a bigger problem than the 25% of people that are, quote, Armageddon spending. Because, yes, of course, the, you, if you don't have any money and you don't have any savings, and you don't have an emergency fund, of course you're not supposed to put money on a credit card. We all know that. The bigger problem, I think, with that that story is that 97% of people think the economy is terrible. Right. That's that's the problem. Are they wrong? They're all wrong. Okay. They're all wrong. That's the fundamental problem is that we all think, we clearly, if you look at statistics, we think that everything is terrible and that is no way to ever create any sort of wealth anyway. You, can, you cannot ever have a path towards building wealth over time if you think the world's always about to fall apart. Because but we have graham cracker deflation. Well, you and the graham cracker start. I know, start. I'm not kidding about that. You, you buy the graham cracker box now, Nabisco specifically, honey, and you get three little packets instead of four, and now they're, uh, they're, they're uh, a third uh, less than they were prior, and they cost more than they did before. Oh, they that's shrinkflation. It. Yeah, that's shrinkflation. shrinkflation. So, but, but here's the reality is that I think that we've got three years now of dealing with the materially higher prices and it's all it's sunk in yeah. and it, it really is hard and well, everybody's dealing with it and that that is why 97 percent of americans hey, feel welcome. like things aren't great you're welcome well one thing that we know is consistently great and also consistently free he's up there in the chopper looking out for you saying there's all right well i'm going back to buying generic uh, graham crackers west moss because you get the correct amount in them and they are a little bit cheaper than shrink 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 flesh i have that problem All right, I'll stop talking about graham crackers, and we'll uh, turn it back over to West Moss with some uh, perhaps rosy outlooks. I I asked you this maybe in the break or right before we went to the break, but the majority of Americans, as that survey said, think that the economy is, is terrible, but you have a rosier outlook. Are you always thinking the economy is good because there's opportunities even when it isn't really good to make money, or is it because we're being sold uh, doom on uh, on the doom news. spending. Yeah, doom and gloom. Are, are Such we... a great term. It right? is. It's so good. Doom <laughs> spending. But to some... And it's like you've got to couple it with guilt because you really should be super guilty. And at the same time, you shouldn't be spending because you don't have any money. But is that who spending... it's bad for? Is that who it's bad for? Or is it bad? Because if you're rich, it doesn't matter. If you're wealthy, I mean, not rich. Rich people have but, but here's bills. The, here, this is my thought, is that here we are in an economy, and yes, we have we're suffering from inflation and it's and what well, another mistake that the media media makes and most of this is the media's fault yes it's politicians i would agree with that yeah politicians and media media politicians but they, are we're on radio aren't we affiliated with the media you, yeah. yes you are uh -huh. you 100 percent are and you guys <laughs> we're, we're at fault for this <laughs> and that's why you, you're at least having an objective voice here from me that says that the world isn't falling apart so think about this if you were to go back in the history history and say okay when Unemployment rate under 4%. And l largest GDP we've ever had as a nation just grew at five and a quarter percent gross domestic product in the third quarter. 
know, we've got a $26 trillion, $27 trillion economy, as big as it's ever been. It's it's hard for me to say, again, home ownership is still as close to a high as it's it's been, even though it's super hard right now to buy. Because there aren't enough homes. I get that. I get that. And rates are high and housing prices. So there's a lot, there's a counter to every good argument for, hey, this is a check plus on my economic balance sheet. There's an argument against each one of them, but collectively, the way I look at it is that if the only way to be able to find your way through this economy over the course of several years or a lifetime is to, to, to believe in what I call the army of American productivity. Okay. Which is in China. Which is which is made in China. <laughs> well, I th- and also which is essentially 160 million people that get up every day and just do a, l- a lot of work to make things a little bit better every single day, and it's that that totality mm-hmm. that pushes the, the the peanut up the hill. I agree. Little it, by little. Okay, by little. I see. There, are, I there see. are opportunities out there. I think, and that's that's a good way uh, to end our segment with West. Not Moss. in the graham cracker industry. Well, I know. Hey, listen, you graham and your, shrinkflation. You, yes, you are not happy with that. Uh, some people that might not be happy as well. They're uh, over. They're the downtown. All right, West right Moss. Before you ski daddle, where can people find more West Moss? You know, we since we were since you brought up the Scott Hamilton interview, one of my favorite of the year. That's on the Retire Sooner podcast, which okay. you can find on Apple. Then also uh, nine to eleven, money matters right here. Nine to on- eleven, money matters right here. Ninety-five-five WSB Radio. That's right. every Sunday morning. Thank you, West Moss. Thanks, guys. Jared, do you have an open mic? Yeah, you know we got a lot of these. I uh, gotta get better about playing these things. Uh, this open micer's coming after me, Tim. Hey, Eric. Um, just just want to give props to Jared. You know, all of you are great. You know, the comedy and the information is great. But Jared and that straight man, straight company man's bit is great. Uh, ho- hopefully, he's not like that in real life. I could imagine it could grate people's nerves, but on the show, it's great. So oh, keep up the good work. Hey, that's why you always leave your open mics on that WSB radio app. Chill. This is a fun little ditty. I wonder who's this. Who is this, George? La Tigre. La Tigre. I dig it. I dig Tigre La Tigre. Jared, we have a little bit of time left in the program, so let's do this. Dr. Nextra. Time for Dr. Nextra. I haven't played that sound in a while over there. No. Know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to it's get good old to voice lady, right? Yeah. yeah. Time for Dr. Nextra. <laughs> All right, Autumn. Now, the uh, first piece. <laughs> yeah, I like it's cold, Autumn. Okay. <laughs> the first story in Dr. Nextra, we did not get to this in campaign trail mix, uh, was about Liz Cheney. Now, there's a couple My of stories. My favorite Cheney. Yeah, there's a couple of stories about her. Number one that she is considering a third-party bid to stop Donald Trump if he ends up being the Republican nominee. Let me stop you right there. Wouldn't this be like the eighth party? Because (laughs) there's a million people running as third-party candidates or extra-party candidates. Well, listen, she immediately jumps to the front because of family legacy there, Tim. No one's going to vote for that That, lady. Nobody. She won't get get a a hundred votes. I I don't think she's going to get very many votes at all. 
Uh, but she was been making the rounds on a lot of the, uh, the, the you know the Sunday shows in particular. This is audio that we had from yesterday from the Sunday shows where she's worried that if Trump were to get elected, this scenario would happen. It seems crazy to ask this and even crazy. This is Savannah Guthrie asking the question to her. It seems crazy to ask this and even crazier to fathom it. But do you believe if Donald Trump were elected next year that he would try to stay in office beyond a second term? That he would never leave office? There's no question. You think he would try to stay in power forever? Absolutely. I mean, he's already done it once. Liz Cheney is an absolute uh, BS artist. She knows none of that is actually true. She knows that that uh, that wouldn't happen. And she also knows that the country wouldn't allow that to happen. Um, I I think she she still has a lot of uh, sand in her craw because uh, she was booted out of her her uh, her house seat. Yes. And no one takes this woman seriously and no one would vote for her because she's pretty much exactly like her father was, probably not as powerful and not as uh, evil. And so uh, she she's just uh, dead in the water. So I don't know why they keep putting her on TV, other than the fact that she's a Republican who doesn't like Trump. And, and, and the thing that I think that a lot of these shows and these politicians should start to realize is that the more and more you keep feeding this narrative about you know, Trump, you know, he's not going to leave office. If you vote for him, these things are going to happen the more his poll numbers continue to rise. I mean, I saw a couple people, even just while we've been doing the show today, of course, I'm scrolling social media, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. And I, and I see like on X, you know, people are like, well, Trump better come to the debate tomorrow night, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, so that way he can actually, you know, show why he's better, better than DeSantis and Chris Christie. It's like, no, he does not. He has got a 40 point lead. The only way all of them. Yeah. The only way they'll be able to keep him off the ticket is if they mess with him at the uh, convention. Right. And and otherwise, he's going to win every single primary. And, and these, these talk, good or talk, bad, these he's going to win them. These talk show hosts that are on like, on TV are just kind of feeding into this narrative again. But the funny thing is, like, all you have to do is look back to 2015 when he came to power, and whether you're a Trump person or not a Trump person, the same thing is starting to happen again. It'll be the end of democracy. It'll be the end of time if Trump gets in. Not realizing that we have lived through four years of Donald Trump beforehand, mm-hmm. and I don't think the average American has suddenly forgotten those four years. Either they like him or they don't like Either him. Either you like him or hate him. I don't want another four years of nonstop, uh, what do they call it, agitprop. Agitprop is when just constantly, just in your yeah. face, news constantly. And the worst of it came around that election in 2020. Not only were we dealing with COVID, not only were we dealing with uh, you know nonstop protests all summer long, but that onslaught of advertising you couldn't even go to your mailbox i started leaving them in a little bucket in front of my mailbox just <laughs> leaving them in there or i'd you know m- make little videos of myself burning them in our fire pit i don't want that again and i don't, you know, i really don't care i mean just anything is, is going to be better uh but uh Listen, you just felt like that was there was no escape. There was no it escape. Was, yeah. And yeah. I hadn't been downtown because of the pandemic. I hadn't come downtown at all. And I drove through Midtown and it was just like Stacey Abrams had vomited on Monroe because every sign was vote, <laughs> vote, vote, <laughs> Stacey Abrams, vote, vote, vote. And it was just too much. Even it was too much. And that was all because of the the ridiculous reaction to Trump being president. He got beat. He's out. He's gone. It, he's coming back. He's running again. 
I don't want that same onslaught of, of garbage just being puked out on me. And even to that point, Tim, I remember when uh, Mary Norwood was running for mayor of Atlanta. She ended up losing to Keisha Lance Bottoms at the time. And obviously we have Andre Dickens now as a What a good mayor she was. Um, but the funny thing about Mary Norwood is I, in those flyers that we got, remember everything was connected to Trump or everything's connected oh, yeah. to Well, Biden. it's going to be until he's no longer an entity in politics. It's just going to be nonstop. Trump, 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 Trump. Meanwhile, you got a guy who can barely lift his head out of a pillow every morning <laughs> running the country. So how lucky are we? <laughs> hey, listen, you know, we're, we're this lucky, Tim. Our, the next piece of... I wouldn't, I'm sorry, I wouldn't okay. vote for Liz Cheney if her opponent was uh, every person in hell embodied in <laughs> one person. <laughs> They're horrible people. All these neocons are trash. Everybody knows it. I couldn't have said it better myself. So you probably I could have. We see uh, where, where Tim stands on the issues. I just uh, want to be left alone. Shut up. Leave yeah, me alone. Yeah, it, all we need is competent governance there. And one thing that is happening right now, I wanted to get to this other piece of doctrine extra here. Uh, currently, right now, the Senate and the House are going back and forth over a big aid package right now. Right now, the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats, uh, does wants to give aid to both Israel and Ukraine. And Republicans who run the House narrowly want to make sure that any aid that goes to Israel and Ukraine also has border security funding involved in it. And uh, we're getting a lot of sound bites from that, Tim. And in particular, this is Chuck Schumer on the Senate side uh, giving his piece as the majority leader. While immigration is important, it's a separate issue from foreign aid to Ukraine and Israel and humanitarian aid to Gaza and the Indo-Pacific. It's a difficult issue we've debated and never come to a conclusion on for decades. It's extraneous to this debate. <laughs> it's extraneous to this debate. Well, uh, yeah, I'm just going to be quiet about that. Yeah, so just look, just know that we are well aware of what's going on up there in Washington, and I'm sure there's going to be a compromise that is not going to benefit any of us out there, but right. somebody who is going to benefit us right now. He is right now. He's Who's that? That's Doug Turnbull. He oh. is uh, watching. He says right now that's... All right. We have a little bit of time left, and uh, that means a little more Doctor and Extra. Yeah, a couple more stories that we couldn't get, just couldn't get to. Uh, this one I feel like is obvious here. 23andMe confirms hackers stole ancestry data on 6.9 million users. Obviously, I feel bad for those individuals that had their information stolen from them but don't send your spit to strangers i mean come on now right like that's what it comes down don't send your spit to strangers you don't know where the hell what if it's i get paid end. for it yeah <laughs> well you know what then i guess the circumstance is different but it, you're you're paying for that service sir yeah well i don't understand why um what are people going to do with your dna data well, they're gonna know clone. That, they're gonna clone, know that, yeah. that you are. There are enough people. We don't need any clones. <laughs> You're one thirty-second German. That's what they're gonna know, Tim Andrews, about you. Yeah, I don't want anybody knowing that. <laughs> then the other piece of doctrine extra that we had, didn't get a chance to get to. I know that Bill Kayachia mentioned this in the newscast a couple times, but at long last, finally, guys, Howell Mill is going to get their complete street redo. It's actually happening i know you're really excited about oh, this. well i want to know what that means are they going to pave the road because the road is is crap the road has been a mess for a while they are going to add some bike lanes to uh, it they're going to see pave that's over. i'm going to step on you here because when they say complete streets it's not we're going to make it more convenient for people to travel on we're going to make it even less convenient by putting bike lanes into it because there are certain parts of that where you make people make left turns and it's a pain in the ass so why 
Well, think about it, Tim. You, think about it. It's you, annoying as hell. What, you could park oh, your I, car. I, 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 well, I, I, it's going to slow me down to get to that Walmart where I'm going to get robbed. Well, the Walmart's <laughs> already closed over there. Oh, that, it is? That it's thing gone? shut down. Yeah, yeah, there's so much theft that was going on at that one that they had to shut it down. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of car shops and stuff like that now. I feel like that whole area is transforming, especially around like the Chattahoochee Works and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, it'll be it'll be good. I think it needs to be a little more walkable. It'll be nice. To it needs finally, to be more travelable. It, it, it'll be <laughs> nice. They're finally paving. That's not over, important. No. How about paving over the potholes? Right. That's a way. Pave over the potholes, but don't put bike lanes in. I mean, that's just a couple apartment complexes, and then it's just businesses. You know what? What is what? I think what you need to do, Tim, is you need to make it a point. You commute from Tucker. Uh-huh. Go park over. You know, on the other side of Halibut. Maybe like in the I used Fellini. to live in Vining, so I know all about those areas. Well, why don't you you know go and you know park at Fellini's Pizza and ride your bike down Halibut? You know, maybe maybe you'll feel good why on don't that. You on those, shut up. The show's on, over. On those complete streets, I think you'd like them, Tim. I think you need to go out there, no, get some fresh air, no. try a little harder. Pedal your little legs so that Bike way you can go s- and enjoy the complete streets that Atlanta is providing all over the place. Bike on the sidewalk, right, Autumn? <laughs> yeah, right on the sidewalk. Run people over. Yeah, who, who cares? cares? There's nobody walking that matters anyway. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you very much to George Clark for uh, manning the ship. Thank you to Wes Moss. Also to Greg Russ, Jared Yamamoto, and I guess Autumn. Ah. Hey. <laughs> we hope We all hope Eric is back and feeling better tomorrow. Um, I guess we'll see you later. Yeah, we'll continue the conversation on all of our socials out there. So I'm not I don't have to. any questions. No. Nope. Oh, no. oh, Autumn takes requests. Jared's a jerk, Sin. <laughs> Bye. Autumn takes requests all night long. I know she does. Only favor. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.